Hello, hello. Welcome to what feels like forever shed-in podcast. Um, Professor X, don't hate me because I thought we were recording the last episode and Professor X actually hit his screen and not the record button. And I'm Mikey B and... um... I didn't do any of that because I don't do the technical stuff. <laughs> he doesn't. He just he just shows up. He's the face uh, of the podcast. And he's the brain. <laughs> and so we are covering match, well, what is it? Match week 10 or something, yeah, something 10. like that. It's match week 10 of 38 yes. for the Premier League. So we've never gone over this. We've usually gone like, oh, here's like the fourth week of the Premier League. So like in... In English talk, or like proper English, British match talk, day. match day, 10. they they call it match day ten. It's like the that week, whatever. So we're covering it, starting with what game, Mikey B? It'd be Crystal Palace versus Newcastle, which surprisingly enough, Newcastle pull out a two nil win over Crystal Palace. The, that team is so hit or miss. It, okay, just to put it in context, guys. Crystal Palace versus Newcastle right now is like Cleveland versus the the New Jersey Nets. It just doesn't <laughs> Jets, like it. Like both the teams are bad. I just expect Crystal Palace to not be as bad just because they have Wilfred Zaha. They have certain players that right that like, should technically score goals. Crystal Palace, like legitimately, if all you were doing was playing for a draw. Which you get a point out of it? You telling me you couldn't hold off for another three minutes? These are these. You are the, literally lost in the eighty eighth minute. Like you let two goals in with two to three minutes of normal time to go. <laughs> it's still better than the next game. You know the the world champions, Whoa. Liverpool, best team Liverpool. to ever step on the pitch, Liverpool. Uh, you'll never walk alone. I'm so glad because there were probably some Liverpool fans on suicide watch. 1-1 tie draw with Brighton. Again, here's the thing. I Either Liverpool made a pact with the devil or Liverpool season is, is proving me right. Like last year, last season I said... They were a good team, but they weren't phenoms. They had a lot of good things go their way. Well, if that was the case of the 2019 asterisk season, the the 2020 season is proving to be the exact opposite. Like, nothing is going their way. I, Down to it, injuries. It, it, it's not even that, though. Like, I'm, I'm a f- fan of Jurgen Klopp. I, yeah. I actually like Klopp as a manager. I think he's I a very good manager. Chelsea. I think he's a very good manager. My issue with Klopp right now is, Klopp, you're not being honest with yourself. You're Liverpool. You're a top six team in the Premier League. I know you're a top four team in the Premier League. That means you're spending money. Your depth of your roster is much better than all of the bottom part of the roster, uh, part of the Premier League. So at the end of the day, you have no excuse. doesn't matter how crazy right. our schedule is because the other teams are playing your schedule as well and they're not doing as bad. So what I'm, I have to say is, Klopp, you can't, you got to stop complaining. You have to stop complaining. Your depth of roster is unbelievable. You could, you could start a whole new team every week. Broadcasters and press are 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 combating him now. And you you know me, Professor X. I've been saying, 
freaking pundits and all this stuff that's all on the Liverpool train. But even the liver, even the pundits that are for Liverpool are kind of backing away from because they're saying like, even it's 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 down to the Premier League. It's down to broadcasters. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's not just like we don't care about players. Like nobody is saying that. And again, the last time I checked, they took it to a vote. They took it to a vote, and they could not get a majority to go with the five substitutions. On top, even then, you're playing Brighton. You score in the 60th minute. Again, the same question that I asked Crystal Palace. You couldn't like. You couldn't keep a couple extra minutes. Couple no, extra minutes. But you know what? You know how your argument is basically mute, Klopp. The next game, Man City. Beat Burnley 5-0. They are playing the same schedule as you are. And that's a scoreline. That's a scoreline that you're saying. You, if you told me, if you told me, Mikey B, you go, hey, Professor X, Man City beat uh, Burnley 5-0. Uh, guess what Professor X would say? Like, uh, yeah, like that should be an expectation. It's the same thing with Brighton. Like, keep in mind, Lamptey was not eligible for this game. He is they're arguably one of their best players, and he's on the defense. So, yeah, you got some injuries, but you have a, a richer squad and depth to beat a team like Brighton, to concede a penalty in the 93rd minute is ridiculous. And it was a deserved penalty. I, I, I was just laughing because I was like, man, literally everything that went your way last season is not happening right now. And if you... Last little last little rant, because we haven't done El Rant in a bit. Last little rant. You know things aren't good at Liverpool when Mo Salah looks upset walking off the pitch. Like, Henderson, his uh, captain, went to go say, like, hey, good job. Salah, like, wanted to walk through him. He's just basically like, don't talk to me. And he d- gave the same cold shoulder to Klopp. Like, there's things he's, not working he's, there. He's frustrated. No, I guarantee Mosala leaves the end of the season. If a big enough fish goes for him, yeah, I think he leaves. And I think Liverpool actually sell him. I, I think, like... I agree. And I think they sell him to try to go after Holland. Yeah, That's to try what, to go... Yeah, because they, they don't have... They don't, and again, this is why they try to say like we're the the people's club and all that stuff. Firmino is not a, a prolific striker. Just be honest. No, no, and I will say Liverpool. You you got Jota. I mean, listen, uh, when you thought of Wolverhampton or the Wolves last year, you thought of two players. Well, you thought of three players. Um, you thought about Raúl Jiménez. You thought of uh, Jota, and you thought of uh, Tr- uh, Adama Traore. Adama Traore right now can't. I mean, he's just a big body that just runs around the pitch right now. Still fast, but can't seem to string things together. Uh, Raul Jimenez just got a skull fracture, and we we hope he's okay. It was vicious. We'll, yeah. we'll cover that game. Uh, vicious. But Diego Jota was the other guy. Diego Jota, that was a good pickup. Really good pickup. But you don't have enough... I don't think you have enough revenue to buy these. They're going to offload them. They're going to yeah. offload Mane and Salah, I think. Yeah, Mane and Salah will go. And I, I think the funny thing is, is I don't think Salah goes to Real Madrid like people are thinking. I think it actually is Mane that goes to Real Madrid. 
Yeah, I don't. I. I think Mane gets picked up by Real Madrid or Atletico. I actually think Salah gets signed by uh, either another Premier League team or a Bundesliga team. I, yeah, I, that's the thing. I think he actually goes to Germany. I think he goes to Germany. One of the two. He either signs for another Premier League team, which... I could see them doing a, maybe a... a the problem is Dortmund couldn't afford him. But if, Dor, if Dortmund could realistically afford him, I could see them doing like a Eric Holland for Mo Salah with, with some money involved. And they're they're good at business like yeah. that. So I, I, they were either going to sell Holland to Bayern Munich or sell Holland to some other team. So might as well get the money now, yeah. right? Right. So needless to say, Liverpool, you, you done messed up. Yeah. Uh, good job, Man City, for doing what you're <laughs> supposed mean, to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and great job, Leeds. That that game might have been the best game of the week. That game. That game was intense. That that was a that was a it was a good game. Uh, Leeds pulled it off one nil. The goal was beautiful by uh, Rapinha. He came off as a sub. Like he just. Let me walk onto the field. Like the pundits were literally like saying, you know, it's kind of a shame that, you know, uh, Rafinha hasn't really been doing anything from Leeds after his big move and boom, boom, he does it. Uh, Everton, sorry to to see it happen. Uh, You know, hey, you did did your best. If I remember correctly, they had a goal disallowed. uh, So, you know, I didn't vote in their favor my next game is my my favorite game of the weekend and it's just because Connor Gallagher finally scored for West Brom yeah and uh so West Brom beat Sheffield United 1-0 yep good boy that's a Chelsea Chelsea product uh loaned out to, to get some experience that that kid I'm saying it now just like I said the Champions League win this year which it looks more and more promising we just qualified for the uh, the tournament. Yeah. Spoiler alert: it, it's Wednesday, and we just four decisively zero. beat Sevilla to win. The and we were already qualified for the tournament, so it was like we were, right. we're it was still icing on the cake. Yeah, and Drew's hat trick, amazing. Four four goals, double brace, double um, brace. But good job, Connor Gallagher. Glad to see it. But I will say he's next. He's the next big, like David Beckham type player. That he's going to be good enough to play on a top club, uh, which is Chelsea, but he's got a look to him that's going to be very good for anybody trying to advertise. Do you know what I just thought about? Can we make that a thing now? Because you, you you have the brace, you have the hat trick, double and, brace. And you know how like uh, what's it called the. Uh, what is it? SL, SLC, the, the skateboarding league? Yeah. How they have the nine club? Like, we have like either like dub brace or the double brace club or something like that. And every time a player hits four, double we, brace. we inaugurate, we welcome them into the, the double into brace club. club. Drew is a double brace. He's part of that. He's the inaugural just because we started it today. So I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, somebody has already hit more than four in one game, but. It starts today, so officially, Olivier Giroud, welcome to, to the, the Double Brace Club. Double Brace Club. All right, we'll move on to Southampton versus Man United, which Southampton almost game, won that game. Okay, so if uh, Everton and Leeds was one of my favorite games of the weekend, uh, Manchester United versus Southampton was the worst game of the weekend for me. This, uh, the oh. <laughs> on a side note, though. go for it. I on a, on a side note, after the game, Cavani stop messaging 
racial slurs <laughs> on Twitter. Listen, it's a it's a it's a language barrier. It's, it's a, a language, language barrier. barrier. Yeah. He might want to you might want to use one of those arrows that he's shooting to hit the right word. Right. That's that's my thing. It's like <laughs> first and foremost, the Shedden boys are not uh, are not condoning racial slurs. And in fact, we're actually we're, I, I will say Professor X is is wanting to address the fact that as Puerto Rican, as knowing Spanish and English, uh, I can't just willy nilly use a language barrier thing. Like I I know like Cavani, you are a world class player. You have all the money in the world. Like he speaks the French, Spanish, right? You you. Just to say the language barrier, like I get it, you could have a language barrier, but I guess what I'm hinting at is like, don't you have PR people? Don't you have people screening this stuff? Like, why would you? Especially, you're going to the Premier League, which they're wait. This just hit me right now. This man has a uh, was it say no or stamp out racism on on his kit on his jersey and. He's then doing racial slurs on Twitter. Dude, that I'm just gonna put out there. I just want to put out there that team is a wreck. Even their new players are doing dumb stuff. <laughs> First of all, you're as rich as Cavani is. Hire somebody to run your Twitter. Right, exactly. Like you know who doesn't run their own Twitter? Christian Pulisic. You know why? He has somebody else run his Twitter for him. <laughs> also run his Instagram for him. He doesn't actually do any of it. You know how you get yourself out of trouble? Have somebody else manage it. Because then all you have to do if they mess up is say, I fired this person. Yeah, this person did it. But needless to say, like, again, like, this, Southampton, you go in, like. They almost won. Oh, my God. We were hoping for the win. Like, I was sitting there and we were just. I was hoping for that draw at the end. Cavani's header was like. It was perfect. Oh yeah, his goals were his goals were good. Uh, Bruno Fernandez finally scored, not oh, finally, God. but he, he didn't score a penalty. Uh, he looked, he tried to get a few. He looked lackluster into the. Uh, here's the thing, the way that Professor X made himself feel better about this result because what was the fact that Manchester United winning meant that Ollie got to stay a couple weeks. Like Man United right now are Arsenal under Wenger. At the I'm end. just I'm just saying that. Ollie has to be on every drug in the world to think that Bruno Fernandez is at the same level as Ronaldo when Ronaldo was at Man United. Like that man, if you took, if you took, because he reminds me of uh, a Schmeagel. He reminds me of Schmeagel and Gollum. Like if you took, uh, if you took that character, mix it with Andy Serkis, which is the voice of, of Schmeagel, and then you like, made it look human looking that is ollie to me right now like when he when he talks there's like this blank like i i don't believe he believes what he's saying i don't think he knows what he's doing i think he was a good striker i think he was a good striker he was a good player that does not mean that you're going to be a good a good manager it doesn't mean that that translates so there there's another thing though he hands out orange you know what we did mention what? Before we move on to the, the Chelsea versus Tottenham game, you know what we, we didn't mention? Ali, very similar to the Leeds United coach, which we I was dying the whole game. Bielsa. Bielsa sits in a squat on the touchline 
for basically the majority of the game. Yeah, like it's, like, it's, it's impressive. And it's, it's a it's a deep squat for like, all the gym people. It is it is butt to heel. Like he is down like he there. Is, <laughs> he is squatted. And a, and another thing though is Ollie started doing it. I feel like he just does stuff to see if it works. <laughs> yeah. I, like he'll sit in the stands, he'll sit in the squat, he'll sit in the chair, he'll jump up and their Champions League results isn't gonna isn't gonna look too well no, for him. You know they are playing Leipzig. So they are. So they both have their ladies and gentlemen, I if you want an interesting Champions League draw, or what is it, next Tuesday I wanna say is when they play. Uh Manchester United versus RB Leipzig. They're both uh, in the same group, obviously, and they have nine points between them. So virtually, though, they hold their own fate in their hands. So whoever wins ought to, will qualify for the next round. And if it ends in a draw, it comes down to goal difference. I, well, actually, no. I think it comes down to first how many their records against each other and then goal difference, yeah. possibly. I don't know. It's all mathematic. But and I don't think they win. I do I do not think. I mm, mm, mm. check that game out. We'll be watching. Uh we'll fill you in if you don't end up catching it. Right. Uh in the next podcast. Uh Chelsea versus Tottenham. Nil nil. People call this. I'm gonna tell you, it was the second best game of the, the weekend. I understand there's no points on the board, but Jose parking the bus, looking just for counterattacks, and the possession game that Chelsea had that game was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, there were certain uh, something that was really impressive for first and foremost, Chelsea should have won that game. Uh, when you think about like uh, goals disallowed, if you think about like uh, chances created, all of that, like Chelsea looked like the more likely to score. Um, it didn't. It didn't happen. Uh, the thing that I took away from that game as a Chelsea fan is the fact that for a couple of for a couple of years, winter has been here when it comes to absorbing pressure and and being that solid blue wall. The game against Tottenham, there were instances where Tottenham were dangerous uh, on that counter, and Chelsea's ability to absorb absorb the pressure and maintain that that you know clean sheet was a win in, in my book this is potentially like a title decider like this this is one of those this was a game arguably if you look at in form right now these are the two teams that would be based off of form right now to be you know in one and two at the end of the season uh like but like jose said at the end of the game uh they're at the top of the table and about the they'll be at the top of the table for like 14 days i think um, overall, uh, until next weekend. Oh. Congratulations! I mean, that is it. First time in like they they said something like fifteen years. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the clock now. Tottenham but, number uh, in first place. Watch how many days can Tottenham stay in but first place? Jose already said it. <laughs> like they said, Jose, it looks like you're in the title race, and he goes, "We're." What what's the word? Where the little in horse. English, where the with the the little horse? Oh, a pony? Yeah, we're the pony. <laughs> so we're not really in the race. And he, I think he knows it. And he either knows it or he's trying to get um, Levy to actually open up the pocketbook uh, for January. 
to say, hey, we're the little horse right here, but if you open your pocketbook, we could be a horse. Yeah, I mean, you could be like, I mean, you could be a small horse. I don't know if that's like a... <laughs> Still better than a pony. <laughs> could be a mule. Could be a lot of things. Uh, yeah, I'm, does, does Jose believe that Tottenham could win it? Yeah, he, I think he does believe that Tottenham could win it. Um, I think he also knows that they have to open up the pocketbook. Yeah, he knows that if with the team that he has right now, with the the man trolls his team, but it with the team that he has right now, if they are to win it, he would be the first one to say it's because other teams gave it to us, like went out of their way. Like it, he doesn't believe that he has a team that can go up against the the top teams on a daily basis and and pull out the results. He doesn't have that. Uh, that's why, again, kudos. Keep first place for a little bit. Tottenham played to draw, at least at the very but minimum. I would, Chelsea did not. I would see Jose, though. I would see Jose saying, like later on in his, his life, that if he did win something big, like the Premier League with Tottenham, he would say, they did not win because of player talent. They won because of oh. my management. What? My what? strategies. You would go, you're my, welcome. You're my, welcome. My strategies got you to win. Because he doesn't <laughs> say that about Chelsea because he, he brought those players in. Because, again, we paid. We, we'll pay We'll pay for players. <laughs> we had a – it was it was Christmas. And that's why Chelsea Fire does sale. have it, – It's Chelsea has some, some haters there. Like I, I forgot what – I was reading some comments on Instagram. We do good on business. On a post. Yeah, Chelsea does good business. And this whole thing that, like, oh, Liverpool did it the hard way. Man, no, like, no, no. You guys spent play in that market, you guys spent players. And if you have a more recognizable name at that time period, it benefits you. That's like, and then, and then you keep with that success. Like, there are teams, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Leeds United, I think during the 70s or 60s, they were actually top dog in Premier League. Guess what? It is 2020 now, and they're just thankful that they made it back to the Premier League. Nobody would know that. They don't have that same clout. But Liverpool had a longer period of dominance. Man United did too. So this whole thing that like you were not rags to ri- you weren't like like rag simpletons, and you made yourself out of a ragtag team of nobodies. No. Forget that. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of donkeys, uh, the next game, uh, it was the Good Arsenal trip. versus the Wolves. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, the Wolves pulled it out, but they probably hurt their best player in the process. Agent Louise. Oh, my gosh. Like, here's the thing. My boy, Saijo Bob. Like, I am I, – I'm a – one of his things for Chelsea, I, I hope he doesn't do it for anybody else, but I know when he was both stints with Chelsea, his fan bases, you know, he, he called them the geezers. And so, like, I'm, I'm a proud follower. I got his pop toy. I love David Luiz. I have his jersey. That. I, again, Professor X is, I am, I wish Raul Jimenez all of the best. Like, he is a good striker. Um, and Wolves need him. He's, he's just a good guy. So this is not to make fun of him, but dang, you got a skull fracture, and David Luiz just got like 
Oh. I, I, I'm pretty sure the blood that he had on him was probably from Jimenez with the skull fracture. He just wrapped his head. My the favorite. Man, and he, not, not, okay, so not only did he break a man's skull, he kept broke playing. a man's skull. He also faked a, a, a concussion protocol. Like, hey, are you okay to play? Yeah, I'm okay to play. That man had a concussion. Still was like, nah, you're not taking me out of this game. Played the rest of the first half. All the while, the pundits are like, oh, we need to talk about concussion protocols. You can't ask a player. Like, first off, the tests are very limited. And two, you can't ask a player if he's okay to play. A player is going to say (laughs) any real athlete is going to say, yes, I want to play. You know what? I give it to Sideshow Bob. I'm glad he stayed on the pitch. Uh, Also... His headband, the second half. his head headband though, his head wrap. If you look at it, there's certain aspects of the game because of the way the blood was leaking. It looked like their their kit, their <laughs> yeah. their white their white and red kit, <laughs> their marble kit. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful kit. Again, you know, hearts go out to to Jimenez, but dang man, your boy Sa- sideshow Bob, man, sideshow Bob, cracking people's. He's literally a skull cracker. Like, he really is. <laughs> Next is Leicester City versus Fulham. Leicester, I don't, I don't what understand. Happening? No, no, what I don't. Happening? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's happening with that team because they'll play against a big team and they'll look like world beaters. They play against one of the bottom teams of the of the Premier League, they lose. Yeah. So the thing, so Leicester City is really, it is Brendan Rodgers FC. Brendan Rodgers is a, is a good manager. Uh, he, you know, before Klopp, there was Brendan Rodgers. And, you know, when we think about uh, Steven Gerrard's infamous trip and losing the title and all that stuff, that's, you know, Brendan Rodgers' time period. Uh, so, Leicester City this year reminded me of Brendan Rodgers' Liverpool. Like, when they're, when they're on, they're on. And the thing about his his Liverpool was he had to hope he outscored the other team. Like that that was it. the the tale of that of that season was if we can outscore the other team, we'll we'll do well. And for the most part, they did. They still came in second place because again they couldn't do it when when it counted. But only relying on outscoring means that you're playing a dangerous game. You you could lose a lot. Chelsea, we 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 ran that risk uh, last season. This the beginning of this season. And when 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 that Liverpool team was bad, it was bad. And Leicester, it it again, it looks like I'm just watching his Liverpool team in in blue instead of red, mm. with not as much talent, not as much talent as he had. I mean, that team had Mar- friggin' Maroon? Luis Suarez, Maroon? fighter, choppers. But, but Maroon is kind of is kind of red, so they do wear a maroon kit. I summer. will say that kit is real fresh, like that burgundy and gold. The oh well, I mean, listen, maybe they are playing like the Washington Football Club. <laughs> Dang! All right, we'll move to the last game of the uh, of the of the uh, match day ten. And it's West Ham versus Aston Villa. Uh, West Ham, to be honest, you won this game because Ross Barkley's not on that team. For some reason, Ross Barkley brings something out of Aston Villa that 
it just helps alleviate all the pressure off of Jack Grealish, yeah. and it and it, they work very well together. When Ross Barkley's not there, Aston Villa looks like a regular team, and it's just Jack Grealish. It's yeah. basically Chelsea with just Eden Hazard. Yeah. So uh, this game, uh, this game, it was it it was a good matchup. Um, Aston Villa usually they're I mean their defense has been pretty top notch. Some really stupid mistakes led to led to the goals. Jack Grealish did what Jack Grealish does. He scored. Um, there was late controversy with the disallowed with the disallowed goal. It could have ended draw two uh, two. And if you told me two two, I would say you know what? Kudos. They played that way. It was a little hard to see them lose two uh, to one just because I, I thought they did enough to draw, but and they looked the most dangerous towards the end. And Grealish, Grealish was saying that, that after the game that the refing was just—it's just terrible. Yeah, I, I, I want, I want to say that when I looked at the disallowed goal, I did not believe that it should be disallowed. I believe that it should have stood. It's a little fuzzy to me though right now. I can't remember all the all the, the details of it, but yeah, it, it was hard, hard done. If anything, this kind of helps bolster, you know, Jack Jack Grealish's stock will continue to grow, and it's just a matter of time whether or not he stays at Aston Villa or he moves. Um, we we shall see. I think he leaves because uh, apparently it looks like our boy John Terry might be the new manager of Derby. Oh, really? Yeah, the, they asked Lampard at uh, at the Sevilla. Because Lampard said he didn't know anything about it, but yeah. they asked Lampard. He probably does know about it. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> uh, Lamp- Lampard was asked during the, the press conference before uh, Sevilla game for the Champions League, and uh, Lampard said, well, you know, John Terry's going to be a very good manager. And they're saying, yeah, they, they, it looks like that the Derby County is looking at him. Because right now, I think, what is it, Rooney's the the current? Yeah, so I, pseudo- I, I this is kind of weird because like Rooney Rooney's left DC ready, United, but he's not he's not ready to be a manager of a club. Like he's he was an assistant manager for not even a year. He was a half player, half assistant. Yeah, well, because he was he was a, a player coach. He was a player coach when he went from DC United to to uh, to Derby, and then with like. Uh, like an apprenticeship system type thing. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. John Terry's going to come down there, and Rooney's going to be underneath. How? That's, that's you know pretty, you know you what, know pretty amazing. Coach you know what what Amazon Prime documentary I want? I want that team. Darby. That will either go. That there's only two ways that that documentary goes. Super well or really bad. Yeah, where John Terry and, and, and Wayne Rooney are like like stepbrothers close. Like they're like, boom, and it's a, a hilarious good time. Or they hate each other. Or they hate each other. And I personally, Professor X, go on the side that John Terry will be smug, smug to Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> like, smug to him. Like, I feel like... because. These are England captains. These are England captains. Uh, also, I, Chelsea versus Man United. Yeah, this is Chelsea, Man United. Uh, like, heated rivalry. You know, if, if we're going by, like, Premier League titles, if we're going by trophy, like, not necessarily a trophy case, but if, if you're going by competition, you know, Wayne Rooney did best. I mean, Wayne, 
Oh no! It forget how many Premier League titles Man United won. Congratulations to you. It it's gonna be salty because of the the rainy night in Moscow. Yep. Yeah, Chelsea losing Champions League finals and John Terry missing the penalty kick. He's gonna be like, I missed the penalty, but I captain now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I see it going super petty, and it'd be so interesting to watch. It would be the so most interesting. interesting watch. It'd be the most. It would be like basically putting Jose and Pep Guardiola managing the same team. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Or like. Uh, Arsene Wenger and Jose oh, in the height of their rivalry. Oh, you do not even understand. If you want to go research this, you got to go research this because it's the most entertaining thing that you've never seen. And it's it's basically go on to YouTube and look up uh, Arsene Wenger versus Jose Mourinho, and it's just them back and forth, not outwardly talking yeah, about yeah. each other negatively, words. but like kind of like. Sneaking it was an espionage, like thriller, in jobs, jabs, and then Jose did it the best though, because Jose go, Jose goes, I, I I don't appreciate the way he plays. I don't know if he's very, but he's a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. He's very very nice, very nice, very nice. <laughs> I, I I love it because Jose will insult you and just go, he's a very nice guy. Oh, it, it, he, he's a very nice guy. His compliments are like. It's a it's a double edged sword. Like if he, he does it to his own team. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he does it to his own family. Like the man reportedly missed his son final to get Cesc Fabregas to come to Chelsea. Like, like these are the priorities of this man. But no, no, but like if you watch the documentary, the top well, documentary. Thank you, Jose. I'm thank grateful because we won the title. <laughs> but I'm gonna be very honest. Uh, <laughs> this is where I, I do say that. Uh, it made me look at Jose even in a better view than I already view him is uh, watching the Tottenham documentary he tells his family up front though when I'm managing oh yeah that's yeah. that is my life you you guys are you get to live your life the way the way you get to live it because I I am over here working in England Jose is the Premier League Mikey B but I'm gonna be honest because <laughs> that's how you are at work but I'm gonna be very honest you know what he mourned the most? He didn't really not sad that he missed his kid's uh, football game. Not sad his dog died. Super upset. That <laughs> dude was so upset. He, he told be. his players. Told his players. Guys, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a, a jerk to you guys today. But uh, my dog died. So if I if I yell at you more than I normally do, it's because my dog died. If I yell at you more than I normally do, <laughs> if 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 the the current state of verbal abuse escalates higher, it's because my, my dog, dog died. died. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> well, guys, it was I don't know about you, Mikey B, but it is good to be back. It's very good to be back. We missed a few episodes. One was just misrecorded. One was because I'm on vacation. It's been a, a crazy year, 2020, but it looks very good for any fan of Chelsea, any fan of Tottenham right now. Not so much for Man United or Arsenal fans. Could get really good. Um, <laughs> Liverpool fans, I'm, I'm sorry that you're, you probably agree with your coach, Klopp, that the world's against you, even though, like... It's a good narrative. I'm going to be very honest, like... Uh, the American broadcasters were way too much for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we were getting upset about how much, like, y'all couldn't do wrong. And now 
your manager is getting yeah. you in the hot water. And Pep, uh, I don't know what's going on with your team. You have probably in all the best roster. If you looked at from player to player across the board, he has the most probably the most expensive roster too. Uh, if you sold them right now, and you're just not performing to the uh, what you normally do. It's very weird to see Pep like this, but he did the same thing for Barca. So yeah. it, he has like a few years where he runs really good, and then he just like even with the same talent, he just drops off. Well, guys, if you want to catch episode like release updates, and we're gonna put some more like funny stuff on there, random stuff. We have some stuff planned up and, and lined up to do. You can catch us at on on the gram at. The Shed In Boys. Well, and Frank we trust. And keep it footy, y'all.